Clang, clang, clang with the bell. Oh. Ding, ding, ding with the bell. And then with my heartstrings. Meet me in St. Louis. Folks. Folks, we're talking about Meet Me in St. Louis. Did you see Renee Zellweger nommed for a Golden Globe for Judy? Wow, good for her. Which I want to see. Yeah, I'll see it. Call me crazy. Call me cuckoo for Judy. <laughs> Won't be as crazy as a... Old Garland was. Uh-oh. Um, alcoholic. Hey, and everyone. Yes. Well, that was forced on her. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. This is FOH. I'm Kelly Sullivan. I'm Lillian Devane. And um, what you found yourself listening to <laughs> is a... <laughs> Service industry podcast hosted by two people who have wasted their adult lives in the service of others. That is so true. <laughs> that is really something that we have done. The other day I said, what if I got another job? And then I said, I can't actually. It's impossible for me to change fields right now. The thing is, is you would be so good at so many other things, but people, because people denigrate this work we do. Yeah. They don't, they don't think that it, the skills are applicable, but they are. They are. They totally are. Anyways, that's not... It's also like, I'm sorry, you would rather hire someone straight out of college because they have like a relevant major, but like they're still like putting vodka-soaked tampons in their butthole every Seriously. Weekend? I've never even done that. I know. Get these nice, you know, 30-year-old <laughs> women. Grateful for any scrap <laughs> of affection they give you, oh, you know? Yeah. Anyways, um, cool. How was your holiday? So my three-day Christmas, a lot of like misadventures because that's like always, that's my vibe. And, but kind of culminating um, with on Christmas day, I woke up and was like, let me try to make four kinds of Christmas cookies right now to like bring to my Christmas dinner, um, which was psychotic. And I was still bringing like gifts and wine for everyone. So it's not like I was like coming empty handed, Mm -hmm. but I just was like, this is going to be good. And absolutely went insane. Did make four kinds of Christmas cookies. The uh, fourth being lemon bars. Oh, great. Should be pretty easy. Yeah. You would think. Yes. You would think. I do think. Um, So I, you know, lined my pan with parchment paper. Mm Mm-hmm. Made the shortbread, did a curd on the stovetop, poured the curd into the pan yep. on top of the shortbread, put it in the oven to set. Now it's not setting up, really, so I'm like, this is kind of weird. Then I realized my oven wasn't holding the temperature right. It was cooking in a cold spot, and the oven had dropped to, like, 250 degrees. So I'm like, okay. At this point, I'm like, I have three kinds of cookies made. I'm just going to take these out of the oven and bring them to my friend's house and we'll either like freeze them to set up the lemon curd or we'll bake it to finish it or we'll just scoop out the curd and serve it with toast on the morning on boxing day morning i was like whatever so i bring it over you know i have my granny cart full of wine i'm like my whatever and then i get to my friend's house i'm like i'm just gonna throw it in the oven see if it sets up at five minutes in in a hot oven and then I'm all of a sudden I look over. Oh, the lemon bars are on fire. They're on <gasps> physical fire. Because, because how did that happen? How did that happen, you might ask? You left the parchment paper in. The parchment paper had gotten curd kind of like on the sides because of the transportation. And the curd started to burn. Pa- paper famously burns at Fahrenheit 451, <laughs> 350 degree oven. 
Something's not adding up. Well, guess what curd burns at? A lot lower temperature, I guess. Goddamn 200 degrees, I guess. So then the whole parchment paper goes up no. in flames. Oh, my God. And then ash falls onto the lemon bars. And then, of course, it's like one of those moments where I was like, it's fine. We can still save this. We can still save this. And I literally left the lemon bars out for solidly, like, probably 20 hours until, like, my friend was like, you have to throw these away. What are you going to do? Like, skim the ash off the, the top of the curd? It's not possible. Like, these are trash. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wish it had gone another way. They seem like they would be tasty. Wow. I know. That's really... The thing that's great about your mishaps <laughs> yeah. is that they are so cinematic. They really are. Like... Just, I mean, when I do fuck up, I'm like, oh, this this doesn't look great. I don't know. It's probably okay. But, like, I kind of fucked that up. You're, like, a literal fire. Yeah. It's like, I don't really believe in astrology. But then, like, the things that happen to me when I'm baking are very, I'm a Virgo sun, Sag rising. And that's very much what happens mm -hmm. to me. I feel somehow that that ties in with you not letting one cold bite of like a bun of hamburger, <laughs> not letting someone take your plate yes, away. I do love to Which do is that. one of the weirdest things about Kelly because A, she works in the service industry. B, you know, we all enjoy food. It seems like you wouldn't be one of those people. Right. That won't let you take away a plate with like a half garnish on it. Mm -hmm. But Kelly will. I am one of those people. So... Lots of surprises. <laughs> yep. yep. A lot of surprises. That's so funny. I love that. I know. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry the lemon bars didn't work out. but The other three were good. Uh, the lemon bars really would have clinched it. Yeah. It's okay. Well, what were, the other, what were the other kinds? I did um, like a honey tahini cookie. Yes. Um, uh, like a molasses and spice with black pepper. So it's Yum. a little, little spice. Really yummy. And then I did the, um, the Alice in Roman chocolate. Shortbread. Shortbread that everybody loves. Delicious. Yeah. And then lemon bars, don't you think that would have been yes, such Yes, that a... would have been perfect. Well, that's the thing. When we have teams of people working with us, we'll be able I to... Stab a fork into my leg. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'll be right back. <laughs> Just a stab in the old thigh. Um, How wow. was yours? How was your Christmas? Um... It was good. I had a... My sister and her husband are very lovely. I love hanging out with them. They're really fun. Um, they're like 10-ish years older than me. Mm -hmm. um, so they have... And they work like 9 to 5s. And they have a nice house in a nice little Massachusetts town. And their home is so lovely. And I was like... I had one of those moments where I was like, man, I think I'm like fucking up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because when you think that when you're, like, 25, you're like, but, like, whatever. And then when you're, like, 35, you're like, mm. um Oh, yeah. So while I was there, I online bought a new mattress. Mm -hmm. I, like, shipped myself a bunch of stuff because I was like, you are an idiot. You have to level up your life. Yeah. But then I came back and I was like, oh, I'm not in suburbia. I'm just, like, you know. Anyways, it's a powerful thing, suburbia, is what I'm it saying. It really is. I didn't realize it until this specific Christmas, and I was like, oh my god, I like live in a fucking roach-infested hellhole. Yeah. It's a nightmare. What am I it's doing? It's like you, I think that to to be in the city, like you have to just be like, 
oh, the suburbs, like, and it's true. They are like completely devoid of culture and they do suck. And like, but then you're like in like a gorgeous suburban home and like the lights all have like dimmers and like, you can ask Siri to do anything. Dude, my, my brother-in-law, they got a custom light thing and he can control all of the lights and sound from his phone. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. And they got a new car. I was like, God damn it. I know. And I was like, oh, you can just drive to Trader Joe's it's right down the street. Okay. Pretty cool. Anyways, um, but I had a really nice time. My brother-in-law makes us cocktails, and he was, my family, again, because everybody who is there wakes up at, like, literally 5 a.m. every day, and they don't not do that on Christmas. So we were up really early, 7 a.m., drinking eggnog. My brother-in-law Ooh, really likes to go give for you the it. runs. Uh, it didn't for me. Thank you for asking, <laughs> though. Um, but he's he loves making Mai Tais and pina coladas, and so it was very fun. We had uh, Taiwanese food. It was, it was great. Oh, that sounds great. It was delicious. Yeah, it was really fun and super chill, and uh, it was nice. Yeah, the only thing that just made me have a mild panic about my life, that's all. But that, you know, you got to have that every once in a while. Holidays is a perfect time. Yeah, and then I was like, you know what? I do need just, like, some new pillows, you know? And, that's, and then I woke up. I literally, the day I got back, I woke up early, walked to Marshall's, mm-hmm. bought new pillows, got Starbucks. I mean, so you're living the suburban dream. Essentially. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but now I'm back and, uh, you know, everything's bad. So, mm-hmm. except 2020 is going to be great. Except for the fact that Bernie 2020. Yes. Um, when this podcast comes out, it will be 2020. So, That's so true. Big predictions for this new decade in 2020, starting today in 2020. Flying cars. Kind of crazy that it happened so fast. You oh, know wow. what I mean? Yeah. Didn't realize it. Cool. It's just going to kind of, when that, when that 1201 pops down. Elon Musk is going to He's going to press a button and then all the, yeah. What's his call? The Boring Company? That's his company called? I don't remember. The one where he's like, what if we had fancy cars go under the city in a tunnel? Yeah. I hate him so much. I know. He sucks. Anyways. Um, well, happy new year, Kelly. Happy New Year to you. Wow, what a great fresh start. What a great fresh start. I do feel very optimistic about this year, I gotta say. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, what are you (laughs) going into it? Like, Everyone's like, not gonna change, bro. I was like, oh, it's gonna change. Oh, it's gonna change. Yeah. Um, I did a little canvassing for Bernie over the holidays, and uh, it was good. It made me me feel good. I did, on the way to canvassing, because I was so hungover, I drank um, cold brew concentrate undiluted. Uh, just from the jar. Oh, God. And uh, so I may have lost a couple of votes for Bernie, uh, you know, doing some chit-chat with uh, the people of New York. <laughs> They're like, uh, so Bernie has a lot of... Can I just use your bathroom just, like, for one second? <laughs> <laughs> they noticed that, like, my palms are bleeding because I dug my <laughs> fingernails into my palms. They're like, um, I think I'm going to vote for Warren. Um <laughs> Do not do <laughs> oh my god yeah my brother-in-law did call me comrade while we were playing monopoly which was very funny that is hilarious yeah and i was like honestly this game just like doesn't make me feel good and i don't want to play it anymore yeah i didn't say that but i am very bad at monopoly You're like so. i want to play breadline come on <laughs> <laughs> oh god um cool okay well our topic today this week this year um, we're still in the holiday season. Yes, it's the holiday season until like February. Oh, wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the first week of January is still the holiday season. After the epiphany, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so we've got some time. Um, I was watching... Well, as you all know, avid listeners, Kelly and I both have been watching The Crown. Mm, yes. Both love to hate the Brits. Her, her Majesty. Um, the UK. The UK. In general. Um, and then I watched, rewatched Gosford Park the other day. Mm-hmm. Which- I said... Yeah. Everyone knows it's it's a Robert Altman film. It's yes. like a murder mystery. Yes. It's got a hell of a cast. Oh, a star-studded cast. And usually that means bad things, but in this case, because it's English, means good things. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, a great film about, you know, upstairs, downstairs, Downton Abbey. I said, what if we do a whole episode about that? Yeah. Which is fun. And then we get to do accents, which is the best. It's the best. Um, also, just real quick. Clive Owen, what happened to him? He was so He's so hot. hot. Yeah. I saw the movie, I was like, oh my dear God. Oh my God, I know. And there's like a little kind of like handmaid who's like resisting his, you know, kind of... Oh my God. Overtures. Oh like, my Mary. Lord in heaven. Are you crazed? He's got an undershirt on and suspenders. <laughs> We're both biting our fists. We did watch The Godfather at our Christmas, and it's like when... Um, Carlo beats Connie and Sonny gets like, oh! <laughs> and he like, I, we've talked about it many times, but he gets so mad and he bites his fist. And yeah. I almost texted you right then and there. Should have. I would have been there for it. Um, uh, yeah, none of that with the Brits, though. They're not big hand biters. No, 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 no. Near, 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 near. And if they are, they're like freaking cockney, you know? <laughs> they're not. I don't know why I did a Jersey accent with that. Again, with the Prince Philip, if you listen to. Is that on the Patreon? Yeah. Um, gentle reminder that we did release the most fucked up Patreon episode we've ever done for your pleasure if you go on our Patreon. Uh, it's an unlocked episode, um, it's really great. But I was trying to do Prince Philip, and I started doing, like, a Jersey accent. I don't know why. It was... Like, the wires got crossed. Real hilarious. That's because that's our normal idiot accent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, it's a little it, bit it, different. It's a bit different. It's a bit different, love. All right. Brov. 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 <laughs> um, I've also been... Um, I am reading that book that everyone's reading about the troubles, say nothing... And uh, I started watching Dairy Girls, and I think I'm just going to become one of those um, freaks off the leash who just love the IRA and are obsessed with it. On brand for you. Thank you. Um, So what I think is interesting, well, there's a lot, but there's been so much media and so much like TV movies, Downton Abbey, everyone's nuts over it, Mm -hmm. about this particular relationship Mm, it's it is such an interesting of the the upper crust yes and the and, servants and the immediate um, especially in those days the immediate like they were they had they shared the same home yeah so it's like this crazy like super intense relationship that classic Britain is also like completely removed and cold mm-hmm. it's fascinating yeah to have people involved in your everyday intimate activities but just like yeah it's it's nuts. Well, also, I was reading about the um, the servants' balls, and they were saying some some members of the service staff had literally never seen the family they were serving because they're in like underground right. kitchens and right. they're, they're literally they're like the ash girls who pick up the ashes from the, the fires. Yeah, um, yeah, it's totally bonkers. Oh, and the other reason was was Boxing Day, Boxing Day, which is a really fun thing to learn about. It's mm-hmm. also sad. 
in its own way. In its own way. Melancholic. Melan- <laughs> like so much of the Christmas Do you want to explain about, because you celebrated Boxing Day. Yeah, Boxing Day is the day after Christmas, and it's like traditionally um, a day where like you, that would be the day that you gave servants and service people and, you know, your postmaster or what have you, <coughs> a little gift. Yeah. And that was the derivation. Kind of the the end of your party food. Mm -hmm. You would kind of give them the banquet leftovers. And they would have a little fake fancy. Much like how I ate uh, shrimp cocktail in an alleyway behind a catering event I did a couple years ago. Mm. You know? They didn't touch the shrimp. You know? I said I love shrimp cocktail. You have a a fistful of steak. Come on. Yeah. That's our boxing day. Um... But yeah, it's so interesting, and it, and it is, of course, derived from the feudal bullshit of England mm-hmm. and nobility and, like, fake nobility, because it's like, oh, he's a gentle lord from Brivington. It's like, he didn't do anything. He's just born with bad teeth and a fucking ascot, and now he's a lord, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. It's really gross. So, um... And then what's Gosford Park was like the 30s and then like the 40s I think everything started everything because of the World War II obviously because of the war and I think it also like it became to be seen as like I think and even sometimes you'll read this word like it'll say like oh the lords condescended to have and mm-hmm. it's like condes- con- condescension was like almost seen as this like charitable yes it was like, like your yes the connotation was very different and then it was became seen as the way we think of condescending of being like, oh, here's our leftovers. Have a ball for yourself. Yeah, it was definitely seen as like you were helping stimulate the economy. You were providing, you were doing your service to the lower class by employing them. So mm-hmm. it was like this dignified thing yeah. of helping people essentially by having them, having one guy that you fucking hire to deal with your shoes. It's like crazy. It's crazy. And then it became just like it is today, like less and less, you know, native England, Englanders, British. Mm. Wow. I'm going to put a bullet in my brain. Um, (laughs) I'm like, what is the term for people who live in England? Because I want to say New Englanders. Um, I was looking up just sort of the the origin of certain Christmas traditions, which is interesting to me, too, because Mm -hmm. Christmas was actually not a historically, like, very important holiday mm-hmm. until, like, 1700s. Scrooge. Until Scrooge happened. <laughs> until the 1700s, and then it was became very popularized in the 19th century, in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that had to do with Queen Victoria and Prince Albert. Hmm. And, um, but it was, they said, traditionally, New Year's was the gift exchange holiday. Oh, interesting. And Christmas was, like, more of a just a religious ceremony but there weren't like a lot of like rites with it it was just like mass and right um how it should be in my opinion how it should be it's the reason for but, the <laughs> but i think it's like almost it's very interesting to me because like christmas it seemed almost followed the same kind of path as like hanukkah but just 300 years before right you know how like hanukkah is not like canonically very important, a huge holiday. Sure. High holiday. Sure. But then it was like, because of its centrality to Christmas. Yep. They said, they said, great. So this is like, and Albert was from, um, Prince Albert was from Germany and they had the Tenenbaums. Oh, yes. 
I actually watched a really long and boring documentary about her wedding dress one time for reasons unknown. Mm, I watched The Young Victoria many times starring Emily Blunt because it is a cute movie. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Something to think about. There's also a show about her, isn't there? Oh, is there? I don't know. I my Last time I saw my dad, they were fucking loving this show. It's like a very, like, parents show. I mean, that makes sense. She was, like... She it was, was during popular. the uprising of... Uh, right? It was, like, this big, mm, like, th- class think- uprising. Am I thinking of the right... Oh, maybe. I don't know. But there was... I think during her reign, there was a big... Um, there was a big anti-Catholic riot. Which is good. Okay. Okay. JK. I simply, I literally just said I was becoming obsessed with the IRA. Then you bring this shit to me. Then you come to me with this. this? Loyalist garbage. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What was the big um, IRA movie with Harrison Ford and like Brad Pitt or something? I don't know what the goddamn hell you're talking about. I will find it and I will show you. Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt? I know. Wild times. That is crazy. Both of them scrambling for a new genre. The 90s were a wild time. Neither of those guys look Irish. I think Brad Pitt could pull it off. Mm. Not happy. I want a nice, ruddy-faced, short little man. (laughs) I want ugly people, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, sure. Which is how I... That's my people. That's That's what I identify. Yeah. You know? Well... I think the Irish are, they're such a noble breed, but they're not, it's not an attractive group of people. No. I mean, they had to eat potatoes. That gets into your blood, you know? It's also like, again, no offense, but there is inbreeding because it's an island, tiny little island. Of course there's inbreeding. Yeah. I mean, look, if laws were in place now, we would all be, you know, doing the same thing. (laughs) What? (laughs) Would we? Now that's interesting. <laughs> I'm just fucking kidding. Lillian's up her cousins. Like, what's up? Haven't seen you in like so long. <laughs> the toxic Christmas text <laughs> meme, but it's like you to your like cousin Johnny. Like, I know I hurt you, but. No, I would never do that. Um. Yeah, but I was, and then so these Christmas rituals are all very interesting because they're all like, um, completely invented, which like, I guess all rituals are, but they're completely invented, um, in the timeline of like, they're, they kind of coincide with a lot of the industrial revolution. Mm -hmm. So that's why Christmas is such a capitalist holiday. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, you're getting these traditions beginning in the 1800s. Sure. Santa Claus was invented in the U.S. Follow the fucking money is all I'm saying. This goes straight to the top. (laughs) You want to know the truth about Christmas? Follow the goddamn money. Oh, my God. We need to get Adam McKay on this. (laughs) (laughs) Adam. Get Adam on the horn. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I just, like... I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't have time enough to really draw all of the lines I wanted to with this subject, but it's just such an interesting, like, origin of service. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Like, what's our model? What's the American, like, I mean, slavery? Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, what, what are we, the French, like, what are we basing this on? Is it, is it complete, like indentured servitude like what is it like i don't know wow that's very interesting i didn't even think in that direction 
Well, I was thinking, because when I was watching Gosford Park, one of them, oh, famously, spoiler alert, Felipe, Ryan Felipe, is pretending to be um, somebody's valet. So he's pretending to be part of that class. He puts on a fake accent. And everyone's like, what's up with his accent? And then they're like, no, whatever. It'd be like if one of us was like, I, Galelo, Gouverneur. And they're like, get this idiot out of here. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so he was doing that. And it's, we find out to prepare for a role playing a, a part like this in a movie. So then all of the people who were in the kitchen, all the like the lower class upstairs, the downstairs of the upstairs downstairs mm-hmm. are like, fuck this dude. And yeah. they're just like completely cast him out. They fucking hate him. They're like, how dare you? Yeah. you? We told you all our secrets. We trusted you. You betrayed us like two different ways. He also like, he's like trying to sleep with the, the lady of the manor. There's a lot going on. Um, but in one of the scenes, he's like, I actually want to go to to the shooting day with my whatever they call him, the my lord, my master, <laughs> and commander. My master and commander. That's what they say. Um, and the guy's like, "Why would you need to go with him? Like, why would you do that?" Yeah. And then the other guy, one of the other valets, is like, "I know the concept of service is like foreign to you, and the idea of wanting to be like of service to someone, but this this." person knows what to do like that's real service and I was like it's just interesting to have like a conversation about what service is when it's like your fucking life yes do you know what I mean like that's like they live there and it's like fucking 14 hour days and they're still like but it's our like and not to make them be noble because I'm sure most of them fucking hated their jobs well it's very much remains of the day did you read that book no do not okay this is an FOH little disclaimer that book fucking sucks. <laughs> is that by what's his name? Murakami. Okay. Yeah, it is. Um, it's the most boring book I've ever read. I I read the whole thing because I was like, something has to happen. No, it doesn't. Hmm. It's a it's about a butler and he is so like and it's it's in the same time period and his his master is becoming um, a Nazi and so he's like kind of cast out of society because he like is hosting Nazis in you know, the genteel parts of England and, and he like can't accept that his master would be like in the wrong. And then he gets a new, an an American person moves into the manor because the Lord of the manor is like kind of cast off of Mm -hmm. British society and, or maybe even killed. And, um, and he like refuses to accept this, that his master could have been wrong because Mm -hmm. it's it's so much his life. Of course that this man is a good man. And so right. he's serving a good man and that makes him good. And that's, we see to like, obviously a much lesser extent, but I mean, we, Kelly and I were just talking today about like how you feel obligated and you mm-hmm. feel like, what does my life fucking mean if I'm spending all of these hours working for these people who are bad? Yeah. And like what that does to your brain. It's no, like, it's like, and it's also like, I think both of us, um, or looking for new kind of employment in 2020. Um, <laughs> just kind of putting that out there. Putting that out there. If you run a really cool restaurant, just hit kind us of up. DM. We don't, you, you know, gorgeous girls. Um, but it's like, where do you go that like you can feel that the work that you're doing is like honest and reputable? Yes, because it's like it's all service and it's all in service of 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 people who have means and um and it is all i think 
our work is like we have dignity and our work is dignified, but it is degrading in some can context. be sure. But you want to kind of minimize that, obviously. <laughs> yeah. It's very it's a very hard balance to strike. Sure, especially when when unlike working in one of these places, like you're in those in that situation, you're serving and employed by the same person. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with people who are our bosses, and then also people who we're serving, and so it's like a much more complicated combination. Yeah, emotionally, psychologically, but anyways, and I also was thinking about down cuz didn't like a Downton Abbey movie just happen? It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is very strange. Um, it was about a servant's ball, I think. Weird. Cuz I was doing research on it and I think it was about cause it's like a Christmas episode and yeah. the servant's ball was at Christmas where they would have like not just a boxing day but they would have like a formal ball event where like the lord and lady of the manor would come for the first like dance essentially yeah. and then leave and the servants would like turn up. And that was like a like a staff party, essentially. Right, right. That's why we never have our staff parties around the holidays. Right. And so um, I think that was the plot of it. And it's like there's a little matchmaking. That little, I don't sure. know what their names are on. Don't know. I don't either. I watched one season of that show. Um, I was reading, kind of skimming, to be honest with you, <laughs> a, a piece um, in Politico. Again, sorry, would normally never. But this is very specific. Um, Joanna Weiss was just talking about the timing of Downton Abbey and how the series premiered when, like, I think around, like, 2009? Yeah, I think so. Right? So we all know what was going on then economically and culturally. And then to have this narrative come out now when we're, like, so much more engaged with class, like, as a country. And then a lot of the narratives on Downton Abbey are very much, like, this, like... Um, such undying respect and honor to their employers. And it's like a very weird thing to see. It's like much more jarring, I think, she was saying now than it would have been just when we were like, oh yeah, they like feel like this is their duty and they yeah. love it. When like that narrative feels very weird now. And it's oh, like- Oh, absolutely. Because I, I saw the Downton Abbey um, poster in- they had one in uh, Court Square, and I was like, what the hell? I was like, how did this get uncovered? I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I thought it was an excavation. One of those things that, like, you rip it off, it's like a Led Zeppelin poster or whatever. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, they just layer the... Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was... One of those. You know? Nope. Someone also, on the Broadway G-Stop, uh, if you're if you're in Brooklyn, uh, check this one out. Um, they had one of those Spotify ads that was, like, Shallows. The song from A Star Is Born was streamed, like, 6,000 times. Nope, a lot more than that. Yeah, um, million, whatever. Um, and someone just graffitied "Big Whoop" on it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't argue with that. They're like, so what? Who cares? Big Whoop. Oh my god, that's so funny. Big Whoop. Let's bring that out in twenty twenty. Oh my god, I was dying laughing, rolling around. Um, happy as a pig in shit when I saw that. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, as much as this city can get you down, there's little things like that. You're just like, this is fucking great. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, No, that's such an interesting point because I do think that's true. And I think also that you, like, in 2009, that narrative of, like, the, the, like, noble lords Mm -hmm. and them, like, supporting this whole community of poor people and that being, um, like, that 
kind of endearing them to us and that like they have this staff but really like somehow yes. they're supporting the staff even though the staff is supporting working them working for them yeah um, making their whole life possible yeah like i think that makes sense in 2009 because also you need to believe like Yes. To have to, like gone back to banks and mm-hmm. gone back to the government and returned our faith in like the Fed and in, you know, all these like huge structures. Totally. You had to be like, they're good. Yeah. They're good. Yep. Because if we had all like taken honest looks, we would have been like, we're fucked. Coper rope, baby. Yeah. Not to quote the incels, <laughs> but. Whoa. Um. Yeah, it's just, I don't think I would be able to watch that mm-hmm. now. I'd be like, this sucks. Kill them. Yeah. <laughs> and then the one girl, I do remember when this came out that people wrote think pieces about it. The one girl, one of the daughters, like, runs off with an Irish socialist and then gets pregnant by him and then has preeclampsia and dies. Oh, yes. Right. Great message. Great yeah. message. That's Great so message. funny. Very 2009 message. Yes, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I obviously mean, the 2019 message would be that he went insane and killed them both. <laughs> <laughs> that we can all kind of understand. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, as much as I love, also I've never seen the show Upstairs Downstairs, but I say it constantly. Yeah, I've never seen it either. I tried to watch some of it, but it, you know, my grandma used to watch a lot of british tv and to me it just all sounds the same it's like jokes i don't understand and then a crazy laugh track (laughs) and all the all the shows are like are you being served or like faulty towers or whatever the fuck and i'm like i don't know what any of this means right it's a whole culture that i don't care to learn about so maybe you know seeking solace in a little classic you know Mm -hmm. class that i can understand you know Mm -hmm. anyways Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I would say about that. British TV is interesting because they do have a lot more shows about poor people. Mm-hmm. Speaking of class, like they they have a lot more shows about poor people than we do. We, we used have, to. Like, we used to have shows about poor That's people. True. Sanford and Son. That's true. Roseanne, Jeffersons. They were on their way up. As they we were on know, their way up, as we know. Moving on up. I feel like all of the a lot of the family shows were like solidly like maybe Working just class, yeah, yeah or like they just made it to middle class yeah, or like That's true. But, but now you've got... Oh, forget about it. Freaking Gossip Girl? I've never seen that show. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I know that Penn Bagley is Gossip Girl, so... <laughs> right? I mean, that's the tip of the iceberg, Lillian. <laughs> you gotta watch the whole fucking show. I am, for some reason, torturing myself by watching you, or whatever the fucking that show is that he's in. I know. I remember when you watched the first season, it's, you're like, just watch the whole first season of you. It's so bad. But something about it is like very compelling in the worst way possible. He I comes into my restaurant a decent I, amount. I know. I don't find him attractive at all. I don't really either. I don't know what it is. Hmm. Hmm, we'll never know. <laughs> Nothing to investigate there. Give me a Clive Owen where it looks like he maybe got punched in the face a couple yeah, times I and like, like a bad boy. Yeah, he slightly fixed some of it, but like didn't have the money to really I fix his nose. I either want someone who's like a true like scrapper. Yeah. Or um, like a class clown, and I think Penn Badgley is like too. Mm, he's you know? yeah. Like, I don't mind a weird looking guy. I sure. want either boxing or like you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I mean, we're both underdogs, so what are we oh, going to look we're for? we're underdogs. What do we want, a freaking James Bond coming at us? Uh-uh. Also, by the way, Daniel Craig, so hideous. 
No, not attractive, but I did like that southern accent in Knives Out. That was the worst southern accent I've ever heard. That oh. was like Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> you know? He's like, all right, let me take a look at the case. The thing about Ryan... I Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah. Um, my boyfriend was like, oh yeah, I think Oscar Park came out in 1995. I was like, not if Ryan Felipe was in it, my friend. I was like, that date won't work for me or Ryan Felipe, because as we all know, he was a star in the late 90s, never in the mid. Cruel intentions. Um, also, obviously Jude Law couldn't do that part because who would have originally cast Ryan Felipe in Gosford Park? Oh, interesting. I just think there was, um... I think it probably was like Matt Damon. No, it was Jude Law. Why would they make Jude Law pretend to be British? Because I just read the Wikipedia article about Gosford Park. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. I need to talk to them. Get get Robert Altman on the horn. He's fucking dead. So (laughs) I'm. Yes. Oh no. Oh, buddy, I gotta break it to you. Robert Altman died. (laughs) Oh no, Robbie. (laughs) Oh, Robbie. That's okay. I hated like Metropolitan. That movie sucks. What about Popeye? All right. Anyways, sorry, we've gone off the rails. Um, Anyway, so it it is very interesting, and I like that you brought that angle because I was just like, who invented the Tenenbaum? (laughs) (laughs) No, I also just like I got to. I was reading like papers from Cambridge University, and I was like, this is not what I need to do. I I think it was interesting to me because I think lots of um, it's interesting how our kind of holiday customs are established, whether those are from the bottom up or from the top down. Yeah. And Christmas, as it turns out, is almost left, like the whole thing is top down. Yeah. Almost nothing is comes from the people. Yeah. Festivus. A Festivus for the rest of us. I just, I watched that over the holidays. Still so so funny. Yeah. So fucking funny. Anyways. um, Anyways. Well, this is interesting. Yeah, just if you want a good episode, just listen to that Unlocked Patreon episode. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've come, we've we're springing back from a long holiday. Oh, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I just had a stroke. Um, no, I'm singing. I'm seeing good things in 2020. I believe that we right now we are as of now this recording is happening in 2019, and both of us are having a very bad time. That's true. Post holiday slump slash our work is dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm speaking vaguely. Anyways, but for you and our, what? No, sorry. Have yourself a merry little 2020. <laughs> All right. Um, signing off, please review. You know, we nobody's written us a good review in a while. Oh, yeah, that would be a nice little gift. Pop on over to iTunes and write us a little, hey, how are ya? And, uh, you know, the rest of it. Hello, how are you? How are you? All right. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye.